0: Chapter 1 Thunder was ready to kill. He scanned the surrounding prairie, keeping his eyes unfocused and looking for any movement that didn't belong to waving wheat or prairie grass. He wasn't sure if he would ever get used to living in the country. But the big house in a rural area of Colorado had suited the needs of the cyborgs. No humans lived for miles around. They needed time to gather together, think and prepare. The silhouette of an elk broke the horizon, slowly walking as it ate grass. It occasionally paused to listen for predators. Thunder brought a rifle to his shoulder and peered through the scope. He was lucky enough to keep the plasma gun that had been installed in his arm when he first became a cyborg, but it was too loud for hunting. The thin air could have carried the squeal of its discharge for over a mile any other animals around him would be scared off by the noise even if he managed to squeeze off a shot it would have obliterated the beast and left the meat inedible he lowered the weapon again the elk was out of range he would have to wait for it to come closer or get lucky and have another one come along on another day he might have tried to approach the animal the kill would satiate the bloodlust he felt inside and the cyborgs in the old farmhouse needed the meat. But it was approaching Savage's scheduled meeting time. Thunder turned and went inside the house. Savage, a massive cyborg with blazing red hair and brown eyes that dared anyone to challenge him, had quickly taken control of the group. It had been his idea to find a remote place where cyborgs could gather safely. Considering his size, vigor, and rage... Nobody had bothered questioning him. They were cyborgs, and they had been soldiers. Something inside them wanted someone to command them. Savage had risen to the occasion. Any luck? The cyborg looked up when thunder came through the door. Savage sat in a rickety old chair in the middle of what had once been a living room, looking at the broken windows, peeling wallpaper, and creaky floorboards, It was evident that no humans had lived in the home for a long time. The cyborgs didn't mind roughing it, as long as it meant they didn't have to deal with daily persecution. Thunder shook his head. No, not this time. It's just as well. Savage laid aside the gun he had been cleaning and stood. His short hair nearly touched the ceiling. It's better for everyone to attend our meeting instead of being outside skinning and quartering game. The cyborg leader had been trying to get everyone in one room for some time now. Thunder wondered what was so important about it. The cyborgs had regular gatherings to introduce new members who had made it to their refuge to share incoming news or to discuss supplies that were running low. Savage didn't want to talk about any of those things. Something bigger than everyday matters was on his mind. Thunder followed Savage into the back room of the house. It was narrow and still held a long wooden table that humans had used for dining. In the beginning, the cyborgs had used it when they were eating, but they soon had too many bodies for the available space. Now they ate wherever they wanted to but the room was still useful for meetings as long as most were willing to stand. Savage called out to his fellow cyborgs. The roar was unintelligible, but carried meaning. The soldiers quickly filtered into the room and assembled in rows to hear their leader speak. We have many things to discuss today. Savage sat at the head of the table. He gestured for Thunder to sit next to him, on the right. The reports we intercept from the humans... Are becoming more troubling. The eradication project is ahead of schedule. Cyborgs are being destroyed all around us. It's time for us to do something to stop it. The group cheered. The dull yell was a dark and angry sound that rattled the remaining glass in the windows. Thunder refrained from celebrating, choosing instead to recall the sequence of events that led him here cyborg sector the government group in charge of turning humans into cyborgs and dispatching them into the field lost its funding once it became apparent that implanting a computer chip in a human body didn't always make them